Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm Wildcat Authority Senior Editor Jason Shear. And um, we're still going to try to do football podcasts, even though there's no football season. Um, we've discussed that on the uh, on the board at length. As of now, the plan is to have spring football. I know that there's already plans that have been in discussion. I know that Arizona um, has been very active in trying to figure out how to have some type of spring football. Um, I think as of now, it is probably more realistic that the spring football is more towards January because I think it gives more time available. Um, You know, the Big Ten has done a plan where it's likely to start in January and kind of take place in domes. Um, I don't know if if Arizona or the Pac-12, I should say, is going to do something uh, similar, but I do know that there's been discussion about a variety of of scenarios and you know would i be surprised if spring football happens yes um but i will say that i at least give credit to the pac-12 to in trying to figure out what spring football um will look like Um, at the very least we know that recruiting has not been at a standstill arizona picked up a commitment from linebacker james bowles um yesterday uh Sunday, if you're listening to this on on Monday, and it, it's an interesting pickup. Um, to be honest, he he didn't play a lot of linebacker. That's kind of a a new. I don't want to say it's a new position for him because he's played linebacker before, um, but it's an interesting scenario uh, because even though he's played linebacker before, um, he's not a linebacker. Like he's you you would say that basically. Um, he is a he's a running back and he's one of the better running backs in the area in the west but he's played defense uh, he played linebacker his freshman year moved to corner gonna play some safety um he's always kind of a, a running back at heart though arizona likes him as a linebacker it's kind of funny he he wouldn't have um he wouldn't have come to arizona had cole bassin not decommitted um but it's type of situation where you know things just kind of kind of <laughs> work their way uh work work their way out and so what happened was basically cole baston uh decommitted and because he decommitted um there was a basically a spot for uh for bulls and um you know greg biggins uh wrote a commitment analysis on wildcat uh, authority.com uh, and it, a lot of it has to do um, with him being at running back um, the good thing is, you know, in terms of translation, 
Um, he's 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 a really good kid. Works his butt off. Um, coaches love him. People that are around him love him. Um, has some injury issues. Has some small grade issues. Um, the grade issues are expected to be straightened out. Sophomore year, he broke his foot. Um, shared time in the backfield as a junior because of that broken foot and coming off and making sure that um, he stayed healthy. But they are very confident that he's going to have a, uh, a big senior year. Legit 6'2", 215, um, really physically in shape. He's the type of kid where you look at and you say to yourself, there's a, a legit chance that he's going to be able to contribute as a freshman because of how big and, and just physically um, in shape that he is. So with that being said, um, and kind of talking about the commitment, we'll jump right into the, uh, the questions that you guys have for the week. Um, sorry about the delay. Um, you just had some some other issues, <laughs> but um, we'll uh, you know we'll we'll kind of jump into things there. Um, first question from Jax eighty three with the pandemic and two two thousand twenty two kids deciding to stay home. Are we seeing more local kids knocking on the door for twenty one kids that may have committed elsewhere? Um, to put it simply, no. <laughs> it's uh, um, there's just not. Uh, I, I don't see anyone imminently that they're changing in state. In state 2021 um, it is kind of a it's it's kind of a weird scenario. Um, a lot of kids really aren't staying. Um, they got Stevie Rocker, which is obviously a, a nice pickup for the class. But when you take a look at 2021 in Arizona, Ty Thompson, Bram Walden, top two players in the state, going to Oregon. Uh, Quentin Somerville, Michigan, Denzel Burke, Ohio State, Jonah Miller, Oregon. Jonah Miller actually is sitting out his senior year because of COVID and also because um, there's some great issues there that he has to get straightened out. Steven Ortiz, Minnesota, Milner, Cal, Utah, UCLA, Oregon. The first in-state player that is going to a school in-state is ranked 12th. Isaiah Class, the offensive tackle, is going to ASU. Crew Jackson, the safety from Queen Creek 13, is probably going to go to ASU as well. And then you have Stevie Rocker at 17. None of those top 10 guys are going to look at Arizona. Um, it's just not going to happen. I don't even, you know, hear about Arizona contacting them anymore. Um, it's just, uh, you know, you, you take a look and go, oh, what about a guy like Isaiah Newcomb, who's ranked number ninth in the state? UCLA offered, and he jumped on that thing right away. Um, other than that, you know, it, it's... It, it's just not going to happen. Um, credit to Oregon. Oregon's done a nice job uh, recruiting guys, obviously, in the state, um, getting the best players in the state. But, you know, we talk about this often. For some reason, Arizona kids just don't want to go to school in Arizona. And, unfortunately, that obviously impacts the Arizona schools. And so Arizona, um, mixed with its record and, and mixed with the fact that kids in Arizona don't have ties to the state, really. A lot of them come from out of state and don't have ties to staying. It's, it's not like a Texas, California scenario, Los Angeles scenario. Um, it's difficult to keep any kid in state when you're Arizona. They did a nice job keeping Rocker in the state. Um, but, you know, overall, no. I mean, I mean guys just aren't going to really change the nine, and it's hard to do that until – um, you win. Now, I will say that I think COVID has helped in 2022. Arizona has two in-state commits there uh, with Grays and uh, Borquette. But um, in terms of 2021, no, I, I don't see it having a, a big impact. Next question, PJW1865. What does the best case scenario look like for someone Arizona football if there is a spring season? What is the worst case? Well, the best case would be that they win more than they lose. <laughs> it could be one game. Heck, you know what? I'll, I'll even go further. The best case to me would be a 500 type of deal. 
um, where they, you know, they, they, let's say they have an eight game season. Let's just go ahead. They go four and four. Uh, you know, personally, I think people could live with four and four because um, people didn't get four wins in a 12 game season. <laughs> Most people predicting a 12 game season wouldn't have predicted four wins. So I think four and four would be a scenario that people would be happy with. The worst scenario would be clearly all conference season and Arizona doesn't win a game, um, which is more likely. I'll, I'll leave that up to you to decide. Um, probably somewhere in between. I don't think Arizona goes winless. Um, you know, I don't think Arizona is a very good football team. I, I think losing guys like Schooler and Fields obviously is going to hurt. But I do think there's enough offensive talent to win a game or two. Um, and I don't think Arizona will also go four and four or whatever it may be because I, you know, there's still questions. Um, it's basically, you know, best case scenario, Arizona doesn't suck. <laughs> Worst case scenario, Arizona is as bad as a lot of people think. Um, that they're going to be. I do agree with the point that I'll never say not having fall football is beneficial. I mean, it, it's not. You want a full season. You want to be able to kick off with everyone else, etc. But I will say that the way everything went on, if they're able to practice and get back on the field in, in that regard and start hitting a little bit later on in a few months, that you will have more time to implement things. Because when you think about it, there's so little contact. And then you're asking a defensive staff to implement everything and these guys to be able to just pick up and run with it. It's not easy to do. So at least now Rhodes and company can meet with players. They're back on campus and can kind of install things um, and have walkthroughs and things like that where you feel more comfortable now um, for a spring season than you would in fall. With that being said, you're talking about guys that really haven't hit for, shoot, a year when it finally happens. And so to me, there's no benefit. Um, as a fan, there's obviously no benefit, but um, overall to the team, I, I don't think it's a benefit where you look at it and go, oh man, this is really going to help Arizona. No, I, I think a fall season uh, would have been all the same for Arizona. Uh, next question, Cat in Florida. Am I crazy for thinking the first game being against ASU with a whole new offensive line and no established weapons might be closer than most expect if when the season starts? I don't even know what the schedule is going to look like. Um, I get your point about the first game with ASU. I think you can make that argument. I don't agree with it. I think it's probably the other way. Um, you know, you take a look at Arizona. They're installing new everything. They have less veterans, especially now. Um, I think this question was asked before Schooler, but like we don't even know who's starting at linebacker. Arizona has no too deep at linebacker right now, so they're going to have to do some things and get some guys to enroll early. We don't know what the rules are going to look like. I mean, Arizona... Um, you know, if a guy enrolls in January, can they play in the spring? Well, if so, Arizona's going to try to enroll some linebackers, and they're going to try. I know for a fact they're trying to get some mid-year guys right now. Um, things have changed with Schooler leaving. They need a, a mid-year linebacker, and they know it, so they're going out and getting it. And um, I know that there's a wide receiver, too, that they've talked to. I can't release their names, but not high school guys, transfer type of scenarios where you know, maybe guys kind of go and, and transfer mid-year, and they're eligible. You know, we, we just don't know because of the rules. Um, I think ASU, in terms of continuity, I, I know they have a new defensive staff, but it, it's still guys that carry over. So even though there's coaching changes, it's still guys that were on the staff. Um, you're talking about a new offensive coordinator, which I get, and I do think there's some questions with ASU on offense 100%. Um, there's no denying it. I think there's more questions for ASU on offense than there is Arizona. But on the defensive side of the ball, I just think you got to point to ASU being the more talented, better team, and I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I get your philosophy, though. Um, you know, no established weapons, new offensive line. I could see ASU being a little 
um, slow on offense in, in terms of starting, but at the end of the day, that defense is going to be better than Arizona's, and it's going to be difficult um, for Arizona to win that football game in the first game of the season. Do I think Arizona gets run off the field? Probably not, um, but I'd also be really surprised if uh, Arizona wins. First, uh, sorry, next question. Joseph0628, do you think they'll create some tape scrimmages that will be made available to the public? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, right now they can't hit, so there's no scrimmages to have. Um, there's nothing that you'd want to watch. It's just walkthrough stuff, and they're definitely not going to make that available because that's plays and scenarios and things like that. That's stuff that we as the media um, aren't even allowed to watch, so I, I wouldn't count on it. I do think that they'll have and try to be as active on social media as they can in order to keep fan engagement and things like that, but it's not going to be tape scrimmages. Um, next question, who do they extend offers to 2022 since the coaching staff won't all likelihood be coaching next year? Um, gosh, there's, there's a lot of guys. What I'll do for you is I'll, uh, I'll write an article on 2022 guys in order to, uh, in order to watch, um, and, and keep an eye on there, There's so many, it's impossible for me to talk about on a podcast, but that is a very good, um, idea that I will do, uh, for an article. Um, next question, AJT0430. I love these screen names. I just, I go with simple Jason Shear. There's numbers and other people's. I don't know what anything means. Um, I love it. <laughs> so, so with the news that maybe six teams in the Big Ten are trying to play, why would that not be an option for Pac-12? I think that um, it is an awful look for the Big Ten that some teams are trying to play still. Um, and some teams aren't. It is clear that Kevin Warren, whatever, I mean, there's rumors, there was a vote, there wasn't a vote. Um, the latest rumors that all the athletic directors voted to play, but the presidents were lockstep with them. It is a disaster. Hate Larry Scott all you want, and everybody knows how I feel about him. The Pac-12 has handled this so much better than the Big Ten, it's unreal. You are not going to see any Pac-12 school break away. The presidents are too lockstep, the ADs, the coaches, etc., um, you know, I know Arizona wanted to play, but they didn't throw a fit when they didn't play because they understood it. The presidents did a good job of keeping in communication. Robin Sumlin, they did a good job of keeping in communication with each other. The Big Ten is awful. There's no communication, and this is what happens. Um, I don't see any possibility that the Pac-12 breaks away. And you also got to keep in mind that the bigger schools that you would think that would break away, USC, UCLA, Oregon, they're still having issues in their state. Like, you got to look at the governmental regulations, too. California is still locked down pretty tight. Oregon has been very strict during this whole thing. Um, you know, Arizona's getting strict and been strict the last month or so, or trying to, and it just makes little sense for those schools to break away when you look at other schools that are trying to do it, um, and it's kind of a different animal. So, to me, that has never been a, a, a possibility. Um, and you know, it, it's, you got to give the Pac-12 some credit here for how much better they looked in the Big Ten. I'm not sure Kevin Warren can recover from this. And meanwhile, even though I don't like Larry Scott, I think he's bought himself some more time with the way that he's handled everything. Uh, another question from Jax83, are other schools in the Pac losing players to transfer on as well? Are there more players planning to leave Arizona? Never say never. Um, I haven't heard of any players planning to leave, but when you have a senior, um, you know, maybe there's consideration, but at the end of the day, you know, it's August 24th and the season starting in less than a month. You're putting yourself in a pretty difficult position if you're planning to leave and you haven't done it already. Um, in terms of other teams, there haven't been a lot of guys transferring, but there's been guys that are turning pro. 
Um, I don't see any of Oregon's top players playing in the spring. It makes no sense for you if you're a first-round pick to, to play in the spring. Uh, Jay Tufele over at USC has already declared for the NFL. You're going to see a lot of that. It may not have happened yet, but these guys are not playing in the spring. It does nothing for them whatsoever. Uh, next question, update a list of freshman walk-ons. I hope the roster's updated this week. Um, I, I do believe that the football rosters will be updated this week. We'll have a full article, full coverage. We will cover it like no one has ever covered a roster update before because, um, you know, just everything that's going on. Any football news, we're going to be all over it. So, um, you know, it, 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 we're, we're going to continue. We're going to write articles as if there's a season uh, previewing positions. We're going to have a, an article coming up of who would have won and, and what would our depth chart have looked like we're going to try to get as much football coverage as possible there's a few recruiting questions very good ones who's arizona targeting for 2022 um, we're going to take a look at stuff like that uh, last question who do we target at cornerback in safety um, they they've kind of they've had to pivot at cornerback some of the guys that they were targeting have gone elsewhere um, they want a player that will play sooner than later i wouldn't be surprised if the class ends with some juco kids um, you can assume that the way that Arizona is going to end their class is going to be with guys that they feel um, that they feel can play sooner than later, that they feel can come in and, you know, they Arizona, I don't want to say they don't have time to develop guys, but they don't have time at certain positions to develop guys. I mean, that's just what it is. Like linebacker, they don't have two years. They don't even have a, do, a two deep. They need to find guys that are going to be able to play right away. And, and so I think that's how you see Arizona ending their classes, being aggressive with Chuko and older guys, mid-year transfers, etc. unless they get a freshman or an incoming high school kid, I should say, that is ready to play um, immediately, pretty much. So that is today's podcast, covered a, a lot for football. Um, we'll be, for basketball, have a mailbag. We're going to do it written style. But anytime you guys have a question on Wildcat Authority, please ask. Give this podcast a, a rating, hopefully a good one, on, on whatever rating system, iTunes, whatever it may be. Um, and again, we're going to continue with the football coverage. We're going to be aggressive, and we're going to do what we've always done, and, and that's try to provide you with the uh, the best content that we can. So I'm Jason Shear, Senior Editor of WildcatAuthority.com, and uh, thanks for joining me. Ready? Go. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hang on! It's off the charts spectacular. Go, go, go! Tom Cruise has outdone himself. The world's coming after you. Stay out of my way. Prepare for one of the best action movies ever made. This is getting exciting. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.